check, check. Ooh, does that sound good? Yeah, dude, that sounds good right there. Hell yeah, dude. That sounds good. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. Welcome to the first episode of the new year. This is episode 43 of the Brent Pella Show, and we're leveling up a little bit, okay? New mic, new mic arm, new year, new vibes, baby. Some vibes stay the same. Some vibes just get better. I hope it sounds better for you guys. Um, I uh, This is the year of leveling up, dude. This is year, This is level up year. Level up year. 2020, was le- we all leveled down a little bit. <laughs> 2021, we're leveling up. Um, very excited for uh, this coming year. Um, before I jump into all the fun things that I want to jump into in uh, this, the first episode of 2021... I'm happy to say that this show is brought to you by Blue Blocks. I love Blue Blocks. If you guys have been watching my videos, you might have seen uh, the ads at the end for uh, my favorite blue light blocking glasses. I wear these every day. I wear them every single day. I have a couple different kinds. Um, it, they they are, are have been proven to block the blue light that comes from digital devices. So whenever you're watching TV or if you're on your phone... Or if you're on the computer, especially late at night when the main source of light for your eyeballs is a digital screen, um, that blue light has been shown in studies to be bad for your melatonin production. And your body naturally produces melatonin to help you ease into sleep at night. So I wear blue blocks every night. I wear these ones. These uh, are the orange tinted ones. I wear these at night. I have these yellow tinted ones called the Summer Glow that I wear in the afternoon and evening, and then these clear ones that I wear during the day. So I wear these all the time, and I, I started wearing them this year, and I noticed a, a significant difference in like how sore my eyes were because I used to go to bed, and, and my eyes were pretty sore when I was going to bed, and it's because I was staring at screens every night watching TV or editing, and so I reached out to Blue Blocks, and I got some uh, because a buddy recommended them, and then we started working together, and I love them. They're my favorite blue light blocking glasses, and there's a special discount code for listeners of the show. It's BPS, as in Brent Pella Show. So use discount code BPS at blueblocks.com and get 15% off of your order. That's pretty good, dude. That's pretty good. Highly recommend them. Guys, we're in. We're in. How you guys doing? How was your year? How'd your year end? Was it good? Mine was all right, dude. I, I had a fun end of the year. Um, you know, we we uh, I, I went back home. I, I was on a good run in the in the fall with some videos that got popular and, and added some new friends to the fam. And um, it was cool, dude. And then I went home for the past two weeks. I always get like uh, a lot of anxiety and stress during the holidays and not because of anything like specifically related to the holidays, not because of family or anything like that, but just like the downtime makes me stressed. I usually am more comfortable in chaos and like constant moving energy. And, and so when the energy mellows out for longer than like a day or two, I start to get really anxious and stressed out because I feel like I'm not moving enough. Um, but <laughs> I had a good time. I was fun. Went home, hung with the fam, did a lot of cooking. Dude, I cooked some shit, dude. Oh my God, bro. The stuff, dude, bro. I cooked, bro. I cooked. If you guys aren't following Brent's food on Instagram, change that right now because I'm posting all the best stuff that I cooked uh, on Instagram at Brent's food. Um, it's uh, mostly pasta. 
Okay, love pasta. My mom taught me how to cook pasta when I was a when I was a boy. I'm still a boy, but when I was a younger, smaller boy. Is this sounding good? I hope this sounds good to you guys. I'm looking at the levels; they're a little low, but you know we're figuring it out as we go. Um, I've been making pasta for well, I made it a lot when I was little, but uh, during quarantine, I made it more and more and more, and and I got better at it, and now I'm just obsessed with it. So every Sunday, I make uh, handmade pasta with a bunch of other stuff. Um, try to switch it up from time to time. What did I do? I did braised ribs, dude. Braised rib ragu for the bros, dude. And then, uh, what else? A bunch of other stuff that you don't care about, but it was delicious. So follow Brent's food. If you want to see the stuff that I made. Um, I usually don't do new year's resolutions either. I don't, I don't really do that, but it is, I do like, uh, birthday resolutions like every year on my birthday, which is March 16th. I, I, take stock of what my previous year was like, um, uh, the previous year that I was alive on this earth and what I want to do with the next year that I am alive on this earth. So that's usually what I do, but there is like a cool energy around new years in the sense that everybody is talking about the past year and how they want to move forward. And so there's, there's this like collective consciousness about moving forward with this, this momentum of energy, um, starting right around New Year's. So I always like that, and I like to tap into that. Um, so while I don't have resolutions, I do, on New Year's, kind of take stock of what's happened recently and what I want to start moving into. And then I take it even more seriously when my birthday comes around. Um, and yeah, dude, it came out uh, pretty good. 2020, it's weird, man, because 2020 was like it, the year people just got like shot down and, and beat down or the year like people rose up and really took advantage of what they were doing. And you saw that with a lot of people, a lot of people, especially comedians and creators. I mean, top of the list is Andrew Schultz, right? He did his own thing back in the spring and then Netflix loved what he was doing and they gave him a bucket full of money uh, to do it for them. So he led the charge, dude. He created a new blueprint and now people see that and they're like, oh, that's dope. I'm going to create my own blueprint. And I think more people are doing that. Like JP, my buddy JP Sears or Ryan Long, um, who I just talked to recently. Uh, hilarious dude out of New York, originally from Toronto, I believe, um, but living in New York now. Super funny guy. Hopefully we'll be able to do something together next time he's in LA or next time I'm on the East Coast. But you see these dudes uh, and, and, and how their following spiked because they – like took control of their situation and they didn't wait for stuff to happen. And I saw a lot of people just kind of waiting or just kind of cruising and like doing the same thing um, that they were doing in 2019. And they kept doing that during the pandemic and during all the madness of what happened over the past like nine to 10 months. And, you know, I was doing that at the very beginning, but I realized pretty quick because my birthday was uh, the first day of lockdown in LA and I realized pretty quick that like I needed to really pivot hard if I was going to um, take advantage of the situation in the best way that I could. And so I tried. And I mean, you know, the the success isn't huge, but I hit 100,000 on YouTube and um, saw some increases on the other platforms. And so we're moving. That's it. That's all we want to do is just co to continue to move. You know what I mean? So I hope whatever you're doing, um, I know I'm only talking about like digital content creators, but whatever you're career is. There's, there are so many ways to, to take advantage of what you're doing amidst all this madness to make it even more weighted for your future and just give yourself more of an opportunity to succeed. Okay. Motivational Brent done. Um, Bitcoin baby. Woo! 
that shit is rising fast, dude. Man, I bought Bitcoin when it was around 3000 Uh, This was like two or three years ago. I put like, I don't know how much did I put into it. Um, Probably like $2,000 total over the course of a year. And I think I made like a $2,500 profit over the course of a year. But I didn't really have much to put in. So I, and I took it all out because I was super poor after a while. Um, and then I didn't buy back in until it hit 18,000. So I definitely wish that I had left my money in when it was valued around 3000, but it's unpredictable, dude. I couldn't foresee that. And I was poor as shit. I needed my money. So I took it out. Um, but now you got people saying it's going to hit six figure values and, even high six figure values within the next couple of years. A lot of people are saying it's going to be uh, upwards of 90,000 by the end of this year, by the end of 2021 or at some point in 2021. And I remember people saying it was going to hit 20 to 30,000 around the end of 2020. And look at where we're at now. We're at like 33,000 um, for the Bitcoin value. So as cliche and, and funny as it is to be like a Bitcoin bro, uh, I kind of am because I don't understand stocks. And I have like a pretty loose understanding of Bitcoin, but I understand enough to feel comfortable putting a little bit of money into it. Um, so we'll see how that does. What else, dude? Over the holidays, oh, I hung out with, with some friends um, because if, if Gavin is going to do it, then I'm going to do it too. I went up to Nevada City for New Year's, hung out with my buddy Nate. He goes by Equanimous, great DJ. And uh, we we went to this like conscious like hangout festival. It was like, it was like a mini burning man house party thing, um, with a bunch of people and not too many, but you know, Hey people, I was with people. Okay. I was with a couple friends. I was with a couple friends. All right. And we hung out cause we wanted to. And now we're not going to see any old people for a while. Okay. Uh, and, uh, you know, you know, what's funny whenever you hang out with a group of spiritual people, there's always like somebody with like a funny name that's like not really their name you know what I mean like I met one guy and he was like what's your name and I was like hey I'm Brent and he was like oh I'm happy (laughs) I was like Gilmore (laughs) he was like I'm happy do you think he goes by that just to like remind himself that he's happy that's either the happiest guy in the world or it is the saddest man alive because every time he introduces himself he has to remind himself to be (laughs) to be happy Uh, and then I met this dude named Spirit and then a girl named Luna. Only other time I've ever heard the name Luna is Luna Lovegood. Shout out to my Harry Potter people. There's always somebody named like like Rainflower or something in those spiritual groups, you know? There's always some dude that's like, hey, I'm Eagle Talon. What's good? Hi, my name is Frequency. I'm Frequency. What's your name? Brent. Hey, Brent. I'm Frequency. Nice to meet you. <laughs> There's always some crazy spiritual name, dude. Uh, what else happened recently, bro? Oh, the Californians video. Final one, final one of that series. That was a fun series, dude. Final one of that series. Californians moving back to California. Did pretty well, too. Um, didn't really even have to work that hard. Kind of just went out in L.A. And I know that that, that video is not it representative of the entire state of California it, because I'm from Northern California. I'm, I, I was born and raised in Davis and Davis definitely has a lot of businesses that are closed and a lot of empty spots all around town. And, and there's a, 
an amount of homeless people in Davis that is noticeable uh, because I was just there and I saw them. So maybe I was there on a bad day when they were all outside, but I, I saw uh, a lot of folks that could be um, uh, you could that could use some more help than than they're getting, or maybe they don't want help. That's always been my question: is like how many people that are homeless are choosing that lifestyle consciously and are not a victim of circumstance or situation and are just choosing to live a nomadic lifestyle. Cause I've seen people walk out of tents in like clothes that look like what I'm wearing now, like a sweater and pants and with like a water bottle and they fill it up at like a water fountain and they just kind of sit down look around or they're reading a book and then they go back into their tent. I've seen that like a lot. So it's not all, um, uh, people with mental illnesses and, 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 um, and people uh, who, who who are like drug addicts and things like that. I, I, I'm just curious what the percentage is of people that have chosen to like live off the grid and be nomads. But then the question becomes, okay, figure out that percentage and then don't let them live right outside of people's houses or on a boardwalk right outside of places of business, right? Because of safety and littering and, and uh, all kinds of other things that come with um, people just living willy-nilly on the street. I don't have the answers, okay? I only have the questions. Uh, anyways, the video Californians moving back to California is not representative of the whole state of California because I would say the state is uh, beautiful in its vast majority, you know? Um, outside of a lot of parts of San Francisco and LA and some other big cities, it's gorgeous. Humboldt is gorgeous. You know, the Central Valley is beautiful. Santa Barbara, slow, the... Um, the whole coastline is is absurdly beautiful, and uh, there's but there are problems that need to be addressed, and so that was the message of the video. And like, there's so many people that don't even watch the video; they just watch the first thirty seconds, and they see me shitting on California, and that they think that's the whole video. But that's okay; that's just people's lack of an attention span these days. So it's all good. I hope you guys like that one. Um, man, uh, dude, oh, fuck, dude. Oh, we're in another lockdown, dude. Cause the first one worked, huh? Yeah. So we're in another one indefinitely. They don't even give us an end date. They don't even give us an end date, bro. You kidding me? God, they could at least give us money. You know, I heard the, the stimulus checks still just going to be 600, but then they're going to raise unemployment a couple hundred per week. But Throwing money at people does not make up for taking away uh, livelihood. And by livelihood, I don't mean job. I just mean like the joy of living, you know, and, and that comes from everything from playing basketball outside to going to a restaurant to going shopping at a mall to seeing people for coffee on a patio. You know, it's it's just... <sighs> I I want to see the numbers that that prove lockdowns work because I haven't seen them, have not seen them, have not seen them, um, and it's just a bummer, dude. It's it's really it's it made me like really mad the other day, and then then I started looking at at the news, and bro, dude, the news is such a fucking monster right now. I never I I don't remember it being this slanted in different directions like I was watching what was it first it was a uh, it was an ABC news clip and they were talking about the vaccine and then they were talking about um the um stimulus checks 
and how Trump was de- delaying signing the checks. And and it was an ABC News clip, and it was so fucking packaged, dude. It was so written in an anti-Trump way. And, like, that's you can't do that as news. You have to today. That's what you have to do. You have to choose a side if you're a news organization. And you have to package your shit to appeal to one section of the population. And then it's not news anymore. It's just propaganda. And they packaged this, this two-minute news clip about the stimulus bill that was so fucking anti-right and anti-Trump. And even though I'm, like I've said before, I'm, I'm not pro-Trump or pro-right, but I can see the bullshit. It made me so fucking mad, dude. I was like, they, they were saying stuff like, uh, one of the reporters on, on the, in the news clip was like, and so Trump, as he usually does, chose to delay signing the bill, causing this and this and this, because that's what we've come to expect from Donald Trump, is to delay things for his own personal interests. Back to you, da-da-da-da-da. And it was like that type of shit. But this is not an opinion place. This is not Huffington Post. This is not a YouTube vlog. This is the fucking ABC, dude. And I've seen this before, man, so I'm, I'm not surprised, but it always makes me the same amount of of angry and frustrated when I see that. So I saw that and I was pissed. I was watching it with my mom and she was pissed too. She was like, she was like, yeah, this is not news. This is not news. And I was like, dude, I just want news. And so I started looking online and then I found this um, article from ABC in collaboration with CNN or something like that, or a CNN medical person was talking to ABC. There was some type of connection in this online written article between ABC and CNN, right? And the article was about the vaccine. And so I started reading it. And in the article, it said that herd immunity will only happen if 70% of the population is vaccinated. So everybody should get the vaccine. But that's not herd immunity. Herd, herd immunity, as I've read and heard from many people uh, online that are epidemiologists or science people that have backing and, and research and, 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 and their names are, are, are represented in medical journals and, and they're not some crazy cult people. Like these are legitimate people. Herd immunity, according to what I've read and heard, is 70% of the population either has the vaccine, gets the vaccine, gets inoculated, or has the antibodies from already having had the virus and been exposed. And so they built antibodies. And then you hear about people who get reinfected. To me, that is anecdotal and it sure happens, but they're not telling us the amount. And so I have to assume it's exceedingly small, a ridiculously small number of people get infected twice, right? Um, and I'm not saying that as a fact. I'm saying that just as a thought. That's what I think probably happens. I have no proof for that. But according to everything I've read, it is very likely that it is unlikely that a large amount of people get reinfected. Okay? So if, seven, if herd immunity is 70% either gets inoculated or have the antibodies, this fucking article said 70% of people have to get the shot in order for us to have herd immunity. And it's like, dude, why... Are you, that's just like a lie. That is a news lie. That is just not true. And it feeds into all the conspiracies about why people don't want to get the vaccine and all the people that are anti-vax saying like they just are forcing this vaccine on us. It feeds them. So why would you knowingly feed th- those people? Why would you knowingly feed 
that sect of people instead of just saying the fucking news, which is herd immunity is 70% either gets inoculated or has the antibodies. If I have the antibodies, why would I get the vaccine? I have the antibodies. And the chances of, of getting reinfected are ridiculously small. So I'm already part of the herd immunity. And, and it's just, it was so frustrating to read that and just see it packaged in this way that fit a very specific narrative and was like borderline fear-mongering, saying 70% of the people have to get the vaccine in order for us to defeat the virus, when that's just blatantly not true. Because if a portion of people have the antibodies, then they add to the herd immunity. <sighs> Anyways, it was frustrating. Dude, I don't care if you get the vaccine or not. I'm not anti-vax. I have gotten many vaccines in my life. The day I have kids, I'm going to do the research and give them vaccines as I see appropriate and as I see fit. And I don't care if you get the vaccine or not. I'm not here to tell you not to get it. I'm not here to tell you to get it. Okay? Do whatever you want. All right, just do the research, know the information and make a decision based on that and not off fear mongering news. That's all. That's all. It's, it's just crazy that news has come to this. And then, bro, and then that night when I was back home, I went to, we watched the PBS news hour, best hour of news I have watched for as long as I can remember. Zero bias, zero bias on PBS news hour. From what I watched. I don't know if you guys have watched it and maybe you've seen a bunch of bias. I don't fucking know. But when I watched it, I got no bias, dude. They gave us the facts. They talked about the stimulus bill. They talked about uh, Trump. They talked about the vaccine. And all of it was fucking news, dude. It was beautiful. It made me like happy. It made me ha it made me that guy. At the end of it, I started introducing myself as, hey, I'm happy. I made me that guy because I was happy. That PBS... So watch... I recommend PBS NewsHour. I think that is the place I will get my news from now on um, because it was just wonderful. They were just spitting facts, dude. They were just talking facts. They talked about Trump without calling him orange or dumb or sl sliding in some fucking snide remarks. They talked about the vaccine without forcing it on people, and they gave some good-ass information on where it comes from and how it's produced. And they gave a. They, it was just straight facts. It was not anything else. So I really dug it. Um, also in that stimulus bill, bro, there's that, uh, did you see the thing for the, um, 180 day countdown for the government to release information about UFOs? Now it sounds cool on the outside, but I don't think six months from now they're going to be saying, yep, we got aliens Been boys with them for a while. This is the homie Xenon. Say what's up. That's how he says hello. <laughs> I think. I think they I think they know there is a sect of the government that not even the president can get information from that knows what's going on and they they've known for a long time. I do think there's been contact. I do think um the Roswell incident was real. It's not a fucking weather balloon, dude. Watch the phenomenon, the movie The Phenomenon. I, I recommended that in a previous episode. Um it's a documentary about uh the history of, of alien encounters and UFO encounters. It, so I think there's definitely, there's so much that they don't tell us, man. And I don't think this 180 day countdown will do much. It might force someone to make a statement saying these, after we've 
compiled all the evidence and spoken with other countries, we can confirm that no country, to our knowledge, has the ability to produce these crafts. And we do have pieces of craft, and we don't know where they come from. So it's either um, a country that's lying to us, or it is not of this world. I think that could happen, which still, they see how they, if, if that was their remark, they would phrase it in a way that wouldn't just outright say it's not of this world because they leave that possibility open uh, to it being another country that hasn't been fully honest with us. So I, I do think that's a, um, a possibility. I don't think that we are super close to the full picture yet, but I think we're really close to another piece of the puzzle. And that's really what it is. It's just puzzle pieces, little, little bits here and there. Like the, um, the, uh, the stuff uh, that they released in April that the Pentagon released, all that footage, th those were a couple other puzzle pieces, you know? I just really want to know, man. Like, I want to see one. I want to see a ship. I want to have, like, an encounter. I want to see a ship. I want to see a thing. I want to kick it with a fucking alien, dude. They're probably hella chill, dude. Because if they weren't chill, they would have blown our shit out of the water by now. Also, I don't think they're from a different planet. I think it's it's interdimensional. I think there's, um, that would be my guess. It's a it's a different dimension. Because if it's interplanetary, then they would have to travel faster than the speed of light, or they could warp. What was it? They could warp black holes or wormholes. They could they could utilize wormholes for interstellar travel. But even then, they would have to have the materials that could be. Um, that could survive being warped by a wor and traveling through a wormhole. It's so much to think about. It's crazy. I love thinking about it. And I, I, I hope that we get something in the next 180 days. I'm stoked that there's like bipartisan support. Uh, Marco Rubio has talked about it. Um, I think big nose Ted Cruz has talked about it. Uh, side note, Ted Cruz is a bitch, dude. <laughs> uh, I liked how he wrote, he, he got into the, he got in deep with, um, Zuckerberg and uh, and the Twitter dude Jack that was great I loved what he did with those guys but dude do you remember him getting bullied by Trump and then just like sucking dick after that he got bullied bro Trump was like calling his dad the Zodiac killer or some shit calling him a pussy Trump like Ted Cruz got like bullied like straight bullied by Trump dude and then Trump got the nomination and Ted Cruz started kissing his ass man what a fucking nerd dude whatever it's fine you know, I'm sure a lot of people love Ted Cruz for a lot of reasons. I like him for what he did in the Senate hearings with the um, social media dudes. But what a wuss, dude. <laughs> I, I'm thinking of doing a, an impression of Ted Cruz. Um, I'm still trying to figure it out. But I would have to get like a nose prosthetic. I think that would be really funny. Like the one uh, Matt Damon had in Ocean's 12, Ocean's 13. Remember when he put on the nose and he, he hit on the woman? in order to get the diamond necklace or whatever. I forget which one that was. Those movies are dope. I got to watch those again. Dude, the all right. Let's get some alien action in here, bro. We need that. 2021 needs that. 2021 um 2020 was off to a bad start immediately with the wildfires. Within the first month, we had wildfires, we had we had the Kobe incident, we had um what else in 2020? There were some other but didn't somebody else get shot or something? I don't know. A lot of people went down in 2020 2021 we gotta have, be off to a good start okay i don't know what that's gonna look like but this month we need some good news dude need some good news bro maybe on inauguration day when biden gets sworn in the aliens will come through 
Maybe that'll be the day. Wouldn't that be dope? Oh, man, that'd be fucking sick. Um, yeah, man, I, I really, really hope something comes of that. I really hope it will. And, dude, all these other... Oh, I did that other video, uh, how politicians create stimulus bills. And I got, like, a shitload of comments of people hating on McConnell and then other people hating on Pelosi, people blaming McConnell and the Republicans, people blaming Pelosi and the Democrats. Dude, when are, you, when are people gonna when when are people gonna realize that like there are people on both sides that just don't give a shit about anybody but their own careers, and everything they do is for their and their party's political gain because it helps them get reelected. Like, come on, dude! It's not just it's not just Pelosi, it's not just McConnell. McConnell's the biggest fucking turd shit in America. I can't believe that motherfucker's still around. How that guy got voted in again by Kentucky. Damn, dude. People smoking too much opiates in Kentucky or some shit. That fucking turtle needs to get the hell out of here. That dude is the main reason we need to have age limits in government. That motherfucker was around in the 1800s, dude. That turtle has been in office since the 1800s with his... I'm talking like this. You know, I don't think that we should give the people $2,000 because, you know, $2,000, you know, when I was just a tadpole growing up in the pond before I became a turtle, my best friend was Yertle the turtle. And back then, me and Yertle, we didn't have any money. We only had lily pads. And on top of our lily pads, we would just kind of sit there and bask in the sun and watch, watch, watch all the, watch all the people doing their work on the roads. Dude, fuck Mitch McConnell. I'm never deleting that from this podcast. So anybody trying to hire me years from now, this is staying. This is staying. I mean it. Meant what I just said. Okay? Not going to delete it. Please just hire me anyways. Um, Yeah, dude. McConnell's got to go. I don't know. Pelosi. I got to look into Pelosi more. People have a real passionate hatred for Pelosi. I don't know enough about her because I just haven't put in the effort. Besides that mask shit she did but I still haven't looked into that, but whatever. She's on that list of hypocritical hip. She's on the list of hypocritical fucking people that, uh, unfortunately for people on the left is pretty much all left. I haven't found a case of a, of a conservative or a Republican being hypocritical for their own rules, probably because their rules make fucking sense. Um, so, and people call it a free for all in like Florida and Texas. No, dude, Florida and Texas are not free-for-alls. A free-for-all was pre-2020. 2019 was a free-for-all. Do anything, anywhere, doesn't matter. Now, it's, you know, you're, most people in Florida, talking to a friend, a friend told me that most people in Florida are wearing masks masks at grocery stores. Uh, when you walk into a comedy club in Texas, like the Chappelle show that they're doing out there, Chappelle did stand-up out there with Rogan. And they uh, had people tested before they went in. That's not a fucking free-for-all, dude. A free-for-all is if they just had people come in, no masks, no tests, no temperature shit. That's a free-for-all. Pre-2020 was a free-for-all. Right now is freedom with a couple regulations in Texas and Florida. California is like no freedom. Um, so it's not a fucking free-for-all. Uh, it's it's, it's uh, the, the conservative governors seem to be leading... Um, in a way that's just more honest and authentic than a lot of people are leading on the left. That's just what it looks like right now. 
So, whatever, dude. Hope it changes. Hope it changes, bro. We'll be okay. 2021, we're off to a good start. First podcast in the bag of 2021. Um, and, you know, we're going to level up, dude. We're going to level up this year. Uh, one more shout-out to Blue Blocks, sponsor for this episode, blueblocks.com. Uh, discount code BPS, special for the podcast listeners. Get yourself a pair of blue light blocking glasses. I, I truly do love these glasses. Highly, highly recommend. And, uh, dude, drink some water, man. Take some vitamin C, take some zinc, go on a run, and figure out <laughs> figure out what to do that's going to be better this year than it was last year because we're moving. We're moving, and there's no sign of stopping, okay? We are moving. We are vibing. New year, new vibes, baby. We're out here. We out here. We really, really out here, dude. Okay? Love you guys so much. I will see you next week. Uh, we got a lot of cool guests lined up for the next few months. A lot of fun solo episodes and, and fun stuff. And we're just going to keep moving. All right? We're going to move together. We're going to move together. All right? Love you guys so much. Peace. Peace.